You're listening to the Pro-Life Ohio podcast presented by Ohio Right to Life. I'm Allie Frazier, the Director of Communications at Ohio Right to Life and your host. Enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Pro-Life Ohio podcast. I hope everyone is having a wonderful Friday and staying safe out there. So today on the podcast, I'm very excited to say that we have Jordan Mormon, the Students for Life Appalachia coordinator, on to chat about the amazing work that he is doing with Students for Life to help equip and empower students all across Ohio to become more involved in the pro-life movement and to speak out for life on their college campuses. Enjoy! Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Pro-Life Ohio podcast. Today, I am super excited to have Jordan Mormon here. He is the Students for Life Regional Coordinator for the, is it the Appalachia region, or do you call it Appalachian, Jordan? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's Appalachia, but it's um, Ohio and Kentucky, primarily. Perfect. Sweet. So you are the, in so many words, the Ohio and Kentucky Regional Coordinator for Students for Life, and we are super excited to have you on the podcast today. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. It's good. It's going to be fantastic. I'm really excited. So how I usually like to start these out, Jordan, is just kind of telling a little bit about yourself. Um, Have you always been pro-life? What inspired you to kind of go into the pro-life movement full-time, and what's kind of your pro-life story? Yeah, sure. So um, I graduated from Ball State University, Chirp Chirp, in fall of 2018. And I majored in history and political science. And I've always kind of had a political background. I interned on a lot of campaigns, volunteered on a campaign. I worked in county government for a little bit as a circuit court clerk. Um, So that's always kind of what I enjoyed doing. And then I wanted to kind of do something that I felt more passionate about. And I saw this job posting and I just couldn't pass it up. I've always been pro-life. I'm Catholic. Um, so that was drilled into me at a pretty young age. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you've seen that elsewhere. And uh, I have a little nephew who kind of cemented my pro-life view. I always joke that I feel like we're born pro-life by default because I see little kids point to a pregnant woman and say, baby. And it's just like, it, it just seems like it's part of you. It's built in, um, which I think is really, really cool to see a, a little kid just get excited over a, over a pregnant woman. So it's, I just think that's part of us. That's fantastic, Jordan. I, I love that. It's, it's always cool to see kids so clearly be able to acknowledge life in ways that I think sometimes adults kind of are able to explain away. So that purity of, of understanding that is always so refreshing. Yeah. In a lot of ways, I feel like kids are a good reminder of, and a good witness to truth. You know, they're a good reminder of that. Absolutely. Fantastic. So Jordan, tell us what does the students for life regional coordinator do? What does any given day look like for you? Sure. So Students for Life Regional Coordinator, we exist to implement the Students for Life of America mission, you know, empower, recruit, train students, train the pro-life generation, so to speak. Uh, I wake up, drink tons of coffee, (laughs) check my email, and uh, get ready to make some calls, get ready to do some Zoom calls with students and with coworkers, planning events, or traveling, or we 
are traveling to Michigan to do a door knocking deployment before the election. Um, should we cut that? <laughs> well, maybe the election's already happened. <laughs> no, no worries. If, if it does, I'll just weave it in. It'll be fine. I can, I can slice it out. Sure. Sorry about that. Um, no, you're good. But yeah, there's places to drive to, schools to visit. Students do a lot of tabling, you know, during COVID, we do a lot of Zoom training, Apologetics 101, Apologetics 201. There's Students for Life University where we're teaching classes to high school, university, and even adults that are no longer students. Um, I'm teaching Public Policy 101, so that's cool. I've got that political background, so that's super fun. Um, and, you know, there's always something to do. There's always an event to plan, always an event to respond to. Uh, I drove down to Frankfort, Kentucky to do a rally in front of their state house. There's just always something going on. That's awesome. So, Jordan, you say you have a little bit of a political background. Is that kind of how you ultimately ended up in the pro-life movement or what did that look like for you? Yeah, that's kind of how I ult ultimately ended up here. Um, you know, being a, a grassroots coordinator for a political campaign is not necessarily unlike being a regional field director with Students for Life. You're still recruiting people, you're still getting volunteers, you're still organizing events. I think there's a lot of transferable skills there. Um, and with it being an issue-based organization, um, focusing on the pro-life movement, it's a lot, um, it's a lot easier to be passionate about, I guess, an issue than a, than a person. So it was a nice transition. Yeah, absolutely. That makes total sense. I Pro-life stuff and politics can go hand in hand, especially when it comes to um, doing policy and stuff that's going to promote and protect life. So that's fantastic. So Jordan, you are um, obviously dealing with students on campus um, all the time. Obviously COVID has probably changed that a little bit for you, um, but that doesn't mean that students aren't still dealing with um, different challenges on campus. So what type of kind of obstacles do you see students dealing with at school? Um, and what kind of obstacles are they facing in terms of standing for life at their school? And how do you help them overcome these? Sure. So um, Students for Life has like a five pillar system. And one of those pillars is effective education. And a big part of effective education is tabling, passing out literature, having conversations. Students for Life of America is one of the only organizations I know of that tracks conversations. Um, so when you're tabling and people come up and engage with you, you know, we, we don't have that now. The engagement is very rarely face-to-face -face during COVID, which is super difficult. Um, and it's required us to get creative. We have a, a, a Ask a Pro-Lifer website you can go to and actually chat with someone and ask a question, which is really cool. And we're having conversations that way. We have a number you can text. Um, it's really cool to be able to engage with people virtually, but obviously it's less than ideal. But with COVID, you have to adapt and modify accordingly. I know some of these poor students can't even leave campus. There's universities in Michigan and Arizona. I think Albion University in Michigan makes students have a tracking app on their phone. Um, so they can't even go to like pro-life rallies or pro-life events off campus. I know uh, a couple of my universities I have are not able to fundraise, um, which is somewhat bizarre uh, methods of 
keeping people safe because you can virtually fundraise, but for some reason they're not even allowed to fundraise, which is, you know, it's a challenge. You have to get, you have to start to get creative with your events. Um, I know with election stuff in the past, we, we phone banked and we all hopped in a zoom call together so we could see each other's faces. And then we phone banked um, just on zoom, which is actually kind of fun. Um, and then you have the normal non-COVID challenges. There's a lot of pushback on universities against pro-life groups. Uh, students at my Western Kentucky University did this beautiful shocking event, and their shock got defaced and destroyed within a day. And there were lots of uh, kind of nasty messages written in response, and some odd messages written in response, like someone wrote the opening dialogue down of the B movie just in shock. Um, so it, it sparks some interesting stuff for sure. But those are the two biggest challenges I think are this week or this year, excuse me, COVID and um, just the normal pushback you get for being a pro-lifer in this culture. Yeah, absolutely. So to the students out there who is pro-life, but is maybe afraid to speak out and, you know, share the pro-life message a little bit more publicly, what words of encouragement would you give to them? How would you embolden a student who maybe is thinking about maybe getting more involved, but maybe is, you know, not there yet? Yeah, I would say to that student that they are not alone and that uh, they have the entire pro-life generation on their side. We have over 1,200 chapters and there are like-minded students everywhere. We have pro-life future chapters for non-students across the country, you can go to www.prolifefuture.com if you're curious about that. If you're a student and you just don't know where to start, www.sflahq is a great place. There's a whole bunch of re free resources on there. Additionally, if you go to the staff page on studentsforlife.org, you can find your regional coordinator and email them. All of us would be willing to talk with anybody uh, if you want to connect with other pro-lifers on social media, a good place to start is your regional coordinator. You can follow me on Instagram at jordan.prolife or follow me on Twitter at jordanmormon1. Uh, I put the one after because I guess I'm number one. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, if you're not in either of these states, email your regional coordinator. You can be a homeschooler, a middle schooler, a high schooler a university student, a law student, a med student, or not a student at all. And we've got a home for you. And if there isn't one nearby, you can start a chapter and you can start any of those chapters. And one of us will walk with you every step of the way to get a pro-life group started. Um, so we have the resources to empower you and uh, be confident because you've got a lot of people on your side. You got a, people root, a lot of people rooting for you and you got truth on your side, so go for it. That's awesome. Jordan, I love it. And just hearing you um, talk about how students can get involved in the pro-life movement is, it feels good because I actually got involved with the pro-life movement through Students for Life originally, and it was by reaching out to a regional coordinator, I'll bet on accident, who was not my regional coordinator, who then directed me to the uh, regional coordinator for Ohio at that time. And it is true that if you want to start a chapter and haven't done it yet, 
I can speak from experience. It is the most exciting thing you may ever do, and re the regional coordinators are a huge asset. Jordan and all of the Students for Life staff are amazing, and they do a great job making sure that you're supported in every step of the way. Yeah, absolutely. We'll be with you every step of the way, um, and it's and it's fun. It's fun to be in the pro-life movement. There's always something to do. There's you'll always stay busy. There's always a rally or a tabling or a call to make. You know, never a dull moment. Absolutely. Yeah. Thinking back on on my years as a student activist with Students for Life, it's never a dull moment is definitely how I would describe it. It is the most exciting adventure of your life. And, you know, if you're interested in doing something, getting more involved, speaking out for the unborn students for life is a great way to take that first step. Jordan, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It's always awesome to hear all the amazing stuff that students for life is doing. Um, and especially to hear someone who is working with the pro-life generation right here in Ohio every day, getting it done. We appreciate all the amazing work that, that you are doing, and uh, we uh, hope you'll be back sometime on the podcast. Yeah, anytime you want to invite me, I'm in. You're like the, you're like the Joe Rogan of pro-life podcasts. <laughs> well, I'll, t I'll take that as a, as a great compliment. We, we love doing this, and it's always great to catch up from fellow pro-lifers and to hear the awesome work they're doing. So, Jordan, thank you so much, and uh, keep on keeping on out there. Yeah, thank you. You're listening to the Pro-Life Ohio podcast, brought to you by Ohio Right to Life. Founded in 1967, Ohio Right to Life, with more than 45 chapters and local affiliates, is Ohio's oldest and largest grassroots pro-life organization. Recognized as the flagship of the pro-life movement in Ohio, Ohio Right to Life works through legislation and education to promote and defend innocent human life from conception to natural death. We are Pro-Life Ohio, and we will end abortion.